0: Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page, at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors, because they make everything happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys, including TennesseeTickets.com. Zero hidden fees unlike all those other websites. So if you're going to a different website for any ticket, any event, concert, sporting event, whatever it might be, in Tennessee or outside of Tennessee, you're you're losing money by going to other sites. You, you keep money by going to TennesseeTickets.com Promo code AZ10 saves you another $10 on top of your already savings just by using TennesseeTickets.com. Renters Warehouse the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for Selling your house, you can do that but there are alternatives. Uh, renting your house out can help you build equity in the home that you already own and also create an extra cash flow for you and your family. Renters Warehouse does all the work, warehouse.com and Mandu, the pulse of fitness one fifteen 15 minute workout at Mandu simulates 5 plus hours in the weight room and also has zero impact on your joints because of full body electronic muscle stimulation, the science is real check it out, mandu.com, your first workout is free, Mandu can help you ch- achieve your fitness goals in 2020, uh, Zach uh, the 2019 uh, football season now officially over Super Bowl 54 goes to the Kansas City Chiefs to over the Niners, and what I thought was an entertaining football game, lower scoring than a lot of people probably thought it would be, but a back-and-forth game. Uh, The Niners had the lead with seven minutes to go, then the Chiefs roar back and, and score 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to win that game. You think that... They won. They beat the Niners just like they beat the Titans in the AFC title. Game. Yeah, and they had to come
1: from behind. If you actually compare all three of the games that they've won, the Divisional Conference Championship and the Super Bowl, the Chiefs were, were behind. And they had to make a comeback and overcome some of their prior difficulties early on in the game. The Chiefs are very, very good at offense, right? They're the highest passing offense in the league. They toss it all over the yard. Patrick Mahomes team speed and we had uh, a commenter say the Titans always struggle with team speed that one's from Joseph right there yes uh, throughout that was the case the Ravens had a lot of team speed that's why they were the best team in the NFL but I compare the two games because it actually was the Chiefs defense that won them both of these games at crucial moments in time during the Titans game it happened earlier than it happened last night but let's rewind the Titans game the Chiefs down by three. Mm-hmm. They just scored a touchdown. It's 17-14. to The Chiefs kick off in the first half to the Tennessee Titans. It's a big drive. They got two minutes left. The Titans need to go down and answer to extend their lead. What happens? Three and out. Three plays and out. The next possession, they punt the football. The Chiefs go down and score. It's 17-21. to All of a sudden... The Titans never lead again. Last night, the exact same thing happened. The Chiefs, 10-play, 83-yard drive with 240 left to go in the third quarter. They kick off San Francisco. Three plays out. San Francisco is up 20-17. to 17. The Chiefs come back. They score a touchdown. All of a sudden, it's 24-20. to 20. The San Francisco 49ers never get the lead back. In crucial moments, the Chiefs' defense forces their opponents three and out. And that is, not only do you give the football back, right? Yeah. But it's demoralizing, and I think played a big factor in the way that the 49ers and the Titans' offense played the rest of the game. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't really play very well. They didn't score any points after that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Ryan Tannehill and company, they were just, they were just keep on trying to get back into the game but those three and out drives i look at those that was the game changing uh, p- three plays that the chiefs defense forced.
0: Well, that that's true but uh, b Right also brought up the pass interference call on george kittle at the end of the first half what do you think on that i mean there was a there was a it's, slight
1: it is it's it's pass interference you cannot extend your arm he extended or he he slightly pushed off twice well, but the second one you can't do that because it, it influenced how the play well, ended. Yeah, b He caught the ball because
0: b says, well, they didn't call the same type of thing on Kyle Rudolph earlier in the playoffs when he had a touchdown uh, to beat the Saints. Like, yeah, that's correct. But you know what? You know, every referee is not going to call everything the same. Did Kyle Rudolph push off to catch that pass? Yes. Did George Kittle push off to catch that pass? Yes. Did Kyle Rudolph get away with it? There you go. George Kittle didn't. Plus,
1: second quarter and overtime. Like, usually they don't call... They don't, they don't throw as many flags at the end of the game. It's the second quarter. So I, plus the Vikings were going to win that game anyway. If you, knew, if you knew that the dime that Kirk Cousins threw to Adam Thielen to get them down within the, the three-yard line, they were going to score. So that, I saw that on Twitter. I don't really relate the two because end of game, end of second quarter, I think is different. Plus the Kittle thing, he pushed off to get leverage to catch that football. Like, clear. So, and you know what? It was actually on Kyle Shanahan, who we'll talk about. He should have called a timeout prior to that possession so he had more time on the clock so there wasn't just 20 seconds left to go, and instead you had probably a minute 30 left. That was the, also the problem with uh, with that scenario.
0: Yeah, a lot of, I'm reading some comments. Uh, Brandon says the 49ers choked. Victor says Jimmy G choked the game away. I will say this on Jimmy G. Last night... The 49ers receivers
1: caught a lot of balls that were behind them or in hard places to grab. Jimmy Garoppolo did not play his best game. It's like he had accuracy issues. Because, as we know, Patrick Mahomes, he can put that thing on a dime and he allows Travis Kelsey to make plays after he catches it. Mm. He allows Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins and Hartman. like. Th- he, he puts the ball where it needs to be so he can gain those extra three or four yards. Where I saw the 49ers receivers last night. They would catch it, and it actually would impede on where they were trying to go upfield. Yes. Because they had to reach from behind. Right.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get to this. Since we've kind of naturally gotten there with some of your uh, comments, I think two people were to blame uh, for... The Niners losing the Super Bowl last night. Two people, in my opinion, were to blame. And we'll get more into the details on what they did uh, and why uh, they might, the Niners might have choked away that 10 point lead. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu. Mandu is the pulse of fitness. One 15 minute workout at Mandu simulates five plus hours in the weight room because of the science of full body. Electronic muscle stimulation. I have lost 8% body fat uh, since July because of what Mandu has shown me. That, along with the in body analysis, can help you achieve your fitness goals. The results can be real because the science is real at mandu your first workout is absolutely free this is for anybody any fitness level any age whatever you have going on you can do mandu you don't have to go buy new clothes for mandu you don't have to get in shape before you start working out for mandu you just walk in there as is 15 minute workout in and out in 30 minutes and that's it mandu.com your first workout's free
1: it is e-sports we're powered by tennesseetickets.com promo code az10 for 10 dollars off at checkout cannot beat that uh, Ethan says, Kyle Shanahan doesn't know how to keep a lead in the Super Bowl. And Ethan's re- referencing when he was the offensive coordinator a few years back for the Atlanta Falcons, 28-3. to Tom Brady's greatness superseded anything that the Falcons well, could do in the second half. Well,
0: but Kyle uh, Shanahan has been involved in the two biggest blown leads in the Super Bowl history. The twenty-three blown lead, and then last night's ten-point fourth-quarter blown lead. Like those are statistically the two biggest uh, blown leads in Super Bowl well, history. times. Well, but yeah. I, I, yes, but uh, Kyle Shanahan calling the plays for both offenses that were leading. So I think there's something too. Well, that. and you you look at the it all goes
1: back to what Kyle Shanahan of why those two things happen. He gets pass happy, like. The whole reason why the 49ers were the the best team in the NFC, second best team in the league, is because they ran the football efficiently. They were the number one rush team in the league. And then all of a sudden, they go, the three and out that I referenced at the beginning, you know those three plays were? All pass plays. That's your problem.
0: Yeah, and especially when they were averaging over six yards of carry running the ball. Like, uh, both running backs, Mostert and Coleman were effective. Debo Samuel was really fun to watch all game last night. And so here's, in my opinion, two people to blame on the San Francisco 49ers. The first one is head coach Kyle Shanahan because I do think he got pass happy. And the and the main point that I, that I want to focus on is right after – Uh, The Chiefs scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter to make it a 2017 Niners lead. So the Niners were still in the lead. There was uh, six minutes left in this game, right? And the Niners have the lead, and they can get the football back. The first down play was a five-yard run to Mostert. So you're not second and five. What happens? Play action pass, incomplete, third and five. Incomplete pass, punt. How much time did you take off the clock? One minute. So now Mahomes, down three, gets the ball back one minute later. You gain five yards on first down. Run the ball again. Keep it going because all that matters at that point is just you're working to get the next first down. You get the next first down. Now Andy Reid's got to start thinking about clock management, which he isn't very good at, by the way, and he can call timeouts and misuse those things. But Kyle Shanahan, like why are you – Passing the ball on second and five after you had a successful first down run when you've been averaging six yards a carry all night. Who, it Who is the other sense. guy you blame? The other guy is Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy Garoppolo could not convert in the fourth quarter. Jimmy Garoppolo, I saw this. Mostert scores a touchdown to put make it twenty to ten, hitting my bet, Bing from Friday. But that makes it twenty to ten end of the third quarter, right? Jimmy Garoppolo at that point was seventeen of twenty. For 183 yards. That's a good numbers game right there. In the fourth quarter, Jimmy Garoppolo was three for 11, 36 yards in interception. Jimmy Garoppolo in the fourth quarter could not do anything. One of those plays, one of those completions in the fourth quarter was uh, a pass to George Kittle that converted a, a, a first down, but they punted right after that. And then that was early on in the fourth quarter. Down the stretch, Jimmy Garoppolo was not good enough to convert, to move the chains, to get the Niners ha- have a chance to win that game back.
1: Uh, so the other big play, I also think is funny, casually mentioned the bet that you won, but you didn't mention the two that you the lost. The two that I lost, yeah. Oh, we hold people accountable well, on this I, show. I this is not just, hey, I'm the greatest, I hit that bet. Which bets did you miss? Uh, I missed.
0: Um, I missed your my, other two. My other two. So my. So other, you were one okay, for three. All right. I'm about to explain. Yeah, just. I mean, it just happened oh, in conversation. Yeah. So yeah, I missed. I, I had don't Okay, hold on. Let me let me talk. I, I missed on Mahomes three total touchdowns and Tyree kill one touchdown. I had the three Mahomes touchdowns. Did not get the Tyree kill touchdown. I also missed on Mahomes. 325 passing yards and two passing touchdowns. He had the two passing touchdowns, but he was like 30, 40 yards short of the passing yards. So, yeah, I went one for three on those prop bets. But, you know, I felt good about him. I went one for three, whatever. Just we want,
1: I just want to recognize that. Can't just talk about all the good things you do. You got to talk about all the bad things you do as well.
0: So, for,
1: for this, I think the other big play, third and 15. Right? You cannot deny third and 15 the 49ers get a stop they can take back momentum and force the Chiefs to punt what do you know Patrick Mahomes to Tyree kill for a 40 plus yard play that was massive because it got them in the red zone and that's what Patrick Mahomes does In when it comes push come to shove when it's third and 15 he's got to make a play he somehow makes it that continued that drive that ended in a
0: Travis Kelsey touchdown and that I think help propel the Chiefs to win this game. Yeah, Andrea says the loss isn't exactly on the Niners' offensive woes. Their vaunt, the Niners' vaunted defense allowed the Kansas City scores. Well, I think they did a really good job on Mahomes it's, for the most part. It's a good part. defense going up against a really but, good offense. Right, Yes. Yeah, so, and, and the fact that the, that last touchdown by Damian Williams really didn't really, the game was settled at that point. And so... That makes the score look a lot different than how close that game actually was. But the Niners' defense was also put in a bad situation where the Niners' offense needed to help its defense out by running the ball, bleeding some of that clock, and yeah, I mean, overall, Andrea, you're right. The Niners' stud defense had a moment with five minutes left in the Super Bowl and a three-point lead. They had a chance to get Mahomes off the field and to show how badass they are. And they could not do it because good offense always beats good defense. That's just kind of how things work. And Mahomes is a stud. Mahomes is a freak. I mentioned in the in the preview of the show... Uh, that there's only two guys in NFL history who've won a league MVP for the regular season and a Super Bowl MVP before the age of 25. It's Patrick Mahomes and it's Emmitt Smith. It's those two guys. And Emmitt Smith helped the Cowboys win three Super Bowls. Mahomes just got his first, you know, in his second year as a starting quarterback. The Chiefs are just damn good and set up to be damn good for the next foreseeable years. I
1: do do want to say this because this is very... Like, it's emotionally driven based on what happened last night. I had a comment. Commenters did saying, uh, and I want to call, I want to read this. It says, Jimmy Garoppolo is average at best. Like, that is completely incorrect. And look, he's got a massive contract. $137.5 million for five years. The 49ers had to pay them. But here's a stat of why Jimmy, Gar- Jimmy Garoppolo is not average. He's 21-5 in in his career. Twenty-one and five out of twenty-six starts. He like he didn't play that great last night. He did not complete the pass that he needed to make down the stretch in the fourth quarter to Emmanuel Sanders. He was open. Big-time quarterbacks make that throw, but he's not average at best. He's a damn good quarterback. He's ascending up the ranks as a young quarterback in this league. He's gotten some experience to sit behind Tom Brady and got an opportunity. Last year, mind you, without Jimmy Garoppolo, do you know what the record of the San Francisco 49ers what was? I know
0: is the second worst in the entire NFL. They were 4-12. and 12.
1: Yes. So, 4-12 and 12 to Super Bowl runner-up, however you want to say it, NFC champions. Jimmy Garoppolo did not rise to the occasion last night, but he is above average. Uh, S- I do want to Samad that.
0: says Jimmy G and Tannehill, the same player. I mean... I think Jimmy Garoppolo, because he's, he's younger 21 and five. He, yeah, he's he's twenty-eight years old, but he's only started twenty-six games. That's where I think you have to realize how early on in Jimmy Garoppolo's career he is, because he was sitting behind Brady for years. He was bank he tore his ACL last year. So we haven't seen Jimmy Garoppolo really play a lot of football. This is his first full season as a starter, hell. I mean, give me a break. Like, the guy has a bright future. I think the Niners have a really bright future because they have a lot of young players on that team. Debo Samuel's fun to watch. The defense we all know about with Bosa and the rest of the first-round draft picks on that D-line. Richard Sherman's getting older, but overall they've got that good core there. And I like Kyle Shanahan as a head coach. He's not making great decisions when the Super Bowl is on the line a couple times, but he just needs to get, stick to his plan of running the ball and not go Lane Kiffin and get pass-happy.
1: All right, so let's get to Patrick Mahomes. You just talked about Jimmy G, but I think the biggest question that we're curious about is Patrick Mahomes in just three short years has a MVP and now a Super Bowl. How many Super Bowls will Patrick Mahomes get in his career? I think this is kind of maybe the perfect time to ask. The perfect time to ask was after Tom Brady beat the Rams in his first Super Bowl. I don't think anybody would say that that dude's going to nine and winning six. or Has he been to ten and he's won six? He's been six. to nine. He's been to nine and won six Yes. Yeah. So pretty darn impressive there. So that, how many Super Bowls do you think Patrick Mahomes will win in his NFL career that is the question we are asking you right now.
0: Yes, uh, but before we get to my thoughts, Zach' thoughts, and hear your comments, read your comments, I'm going to tell you guys about RentersWarehouse.com. RentersWarehouse.com, they're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Just head to their website to find out how much your home can rent for because there are alternatives to selling your home when you decide to move. You can rent out your house. Selling your house is a one-time transaction. It's over with. That's it. All that equity you built up in that home is now poof, gone after you've sold it. But... Renting your house out to others does two things. You continue to build equity in that home that you already own on your way to long-term wealth, but you also create a second cash flow for you and your family by having somebody else pay your mortgage and then some. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. They do all the work for you. RentersWarehouse.com.
1: A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com, promo code AZ10. Samad says he'll win at least two or three. Jeff says I say three max. Joseph says Probably four. Brian says, realistically, I say four for Mahomes. Really setting a high bar from Andrea. She says uh, he may have three or four Super Bowls by the end of it all. Samad says two or or three with another comment. Three or four from Roger. Three at least from Orlando. David says just one. So that's that's a new take on things. Jonathan says, I think a a lot of it depends on how long Andy Reid coaches. He's going to say three, though.
0: Okay, and the Andy Reid comment is fair. So, Zach, you brought up, you know, after the Patriots won their first one with Tom Brady, we weren't really asking how many will Tom Brady win, and we also didn't know that he was going on to win six. Well, that was the first time he'd really come on the scene. Well, Patrick Mahomes. Right. We saw him. It's win exactly where MVP I was going to go last because year. Patrick Mahomes is carrying this Chiefs team, right? Tom Brady was like won the Super Bowl with the Patriots, but the Patriots defense and and the running game, it was a very different Patriots team with the first couple of Super Bowl wins for Tom Brady. It wasn't Tom Brady carried like the last few have been. This is all Patrick Mahomes, right? It, it's set up for him because I don't know how you guard him. I don't know how you stop Patrick Mahomes because of his athletic ability, his arm talent, and how he can make plays outside the pocket and how he can make unscripted plays. Even the best defensive line in the NFL that had the blitz like none to get pressure all season, they were getting pressure on Mahomes. They were making Mahomes move. But it didn't matter, because Patrick Mahomes is that good. So how many Super Bowls can Patrick Mahomes win? b says Breeze only has one, so does Rodgers. And Mahomes is not winning four. How many do you think? I think,
1: think- the, the one thing for Patrick Mahomes, because he's so early on in his career and he got one, like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson got one in his second year in 2013. Probably should have gotten two, but we all know about Marshawn Lynch. Run the ball. I, I, I think that it, it really depends... And we've talked about this here in the last couple of weeks, Austin. The reason why Tom Brady has so many is because he's selfless. He has a supermodel girl wife uh, in Giselle, and he didn't value
0: money. He valued winning. He didn't value on the field money. Right. He's got plenty of money coming from a but, bunch of different But it directions. tells
1: you a lot about the person. He was more selfless than selfish Patrick Mahomes is going to get paid. The highest paid quarterback in the league right now is Russell Wilson. He recently signed a $140 million contract. He makes $35 million a year. So that bar is set. The Chiefs, they're going to have to pay Patrick Mahomes 37, 38, or 40 here in March, probably. Yeah, because he's eligible for an extension this offseason. And so they're going to do that sooner rather than later. That is going to hamstring this team. Now, I think that they can take advantage over the next couple of years and get some Super Bowls. I would say Patrick Mahomes to the longevity. I'm going four because of how young he is right now. And I love the comment on it depends on a lot how Andy Reid, because Andy Reid is an offensive genius. He has been there. I mean, his resume, resume speaks for itself. So, I say four right now because in just year three, would you say Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL? No doubt. He's the best quarterback. Nobody can argue He's that. like, he's above, he's like one of those, uh, and I'll make a comparison. You know in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when you drink the <laughs> ooze?
0: Yeah, I guess sure.
1: you. Yeah, you, you're supercharged, right? You turn <laughs> into this man. It's like Aaron Rodgers has drink drink that ooze in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles And now all of a sudden he's turned into Patrick Mahomes. He's faster, he's younger, he's got just as talent as his arm, he's smart, he feels the game, all of these things. So I'll take the oozy Patrick Mahomes to get four.
0: Yeah, uh, that's fair. I haven't watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in a long time, so I don't necessarily follow the reference as much, but I get it. And Andy Reid, like somebody just said that Andy Reid should just walk away now. Why? Andy Reid's, like, only 61 years old. Like, that's not, like, you know how old Pete Carroll is? Pete Carroll's the oldest coach in the NFL. Pete Carroll's, like, yeah, he's in his 70s. Andy Reid can coach for another five-plus years. Why not? He looks, he feels like he's older than he actually is. But 61, he's got plenty of years left. I think Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes can win three Three more. I, you said four total. I think they can win a total of three. Let's look at this in the AFC. What's how, what's Mahomes' competition in the AFC? Lamar right Jackson
1: now? and Deshaun Watson.
0: And Deshaun Watson has Bill O'Brien holding him back, in my opinion. Lamar Jackson, we'll see how he continues to develop uh, with the Ravens down the road. And I think John Harbaugh is a good coach. He won the Coach of the Year. So, And some other team always is going to
1: merge, right? Like maybe Derek Carr gets back on track next year in Las Vegas. Who knows? Like you yeah, have no and idea. Tom
0: Brady will be in this discussion for a couple of more years, and then he will be no longer a part of the discussion. But the long-term discussion, he's competing with, I think Deshaun Watson is the, the, the main competitor in the AFC. Now the NFC I think has a lot more competition to, to deal with because I don't think the Niners are going away. Uh, I think the Packers can build off of this. I think the Rams think the Seahawks, can get back into it. The Seahawks, the Rams definitely will get back into it. We'll see how some of the other younger teams continue to build.
1: If the Bears find a quarterback, maybe they can right. get back Right, but into I, it. my
0: point is, in the AFC, it's the Chiefs, and it's the Chiefs' conference to just run away with. Because I don't think the Steelers are going to be much, because Roethlisberger doesn't have a lot left in the tank. And I think I I think he, I think he they win at least three Super Bowls. That's my number.
1: And hey, I'm going to say this. Uh, we talked about the NFC. Watch out for them Cowboys, because I think Mike McCarthy is going to come in there, and I think he's going to do very well for Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, and the core of that offense. I think he learned a lot coaching Aaron Rodgers. I think his his second act is going to be big, so the Cowboys are into that mix.
0: Dak is a good young quarterback. You can't deny that. He's a good he's, young quarterback. Yeah, I mean, what was he, second in the NFL in passing yards yeah. this year? So. Throw a little Dak in Titans there. for Life says, wow, didn't realize the quarterback was the only player on the field. Like, come on. Who said this? Did Titans for Life chill out? We're talking, like, you understand that we're talking about superstar quarterbacks make Super Bowl teams. Well, Eric
1: brings up, what about Big Ben? And, and I, you lose sight I, of Big well, Ben. Well, I mentioned him briefly, but, but you lose sight because he got injured this past year.
0: Yeah, and but he's also in his later 30s now, so. How much does he have left? And, and he's been banged up a lot of his career. So I, I just don't think the Steelers also have a, have as good of a team around. Their defense is really good. So maybe the Steelers could for a co- the first couple of years. But Mahomes is so young. And he's got so much so many years ahead of him. And most of the best top quarterbacks and best teams are having their quarterbacks age out over the next five years, where Mahomes will just be hitting his prime in five years. That's what's crazy. In five years, Patrick Mahomes is still going to be under 30 years old. And how many of these stud quarterbacks continue playing another decade after they turn 30? that That's what I'm talking about. That's where Mahomes... I think Mahomes will be in... He'll play in over five Super Bowls. I think he'll win three. I think that's a fair uh, number to put on it.
1: Yeah, I, I just think... I mean, Travis Kelsey, if he stays, uh, stays there, Travis Kelsey's. Uh, I mean, he's the best tight end in the league. I, he is. And, and they use him very well. And then they've gone out and they've drafted more speed. They know what works. Mm-hmm. Like, Tyree Kill's is the fastest guy maybe on the planet. It's unbelievable. I think
0: McCall Hardman's even faster. But And somebody tweeted this to me last night. It's talking about the Titans needing speed. Like, yes, the Titans need speed. Everybody needs more speed. Speed is good, but speed that can actually play football is better. And that's what the Chiefs speed have. Yeah. The Chiefs have speed, like elite speed, but guys who are actually good football players on top of it. Like, they, they can use their speed in actual gameplay and not just running a 40 on turf.
1: Yeah, and, but you know what? Khalifa Raymond kind of stepped up in a very weird fashion this past year, right? Making some plays with his speed. But the Titans, they value because of the way that they're structured, is running the football. They need wide receivers that can pass block, or yeah, that to run, run block, block. Excuse me, yeah. run block. They need the and they need the Johnny Smiths of the world and Michael Pruitts and Anthony Firksters because they run double tight end sets. So the. They can find speed. I'm not, but maybe it's Khalif Raymond. Maybe that, but they're not. They're not structured. The Chiefs throw the ball more than anybody. The Titans run the ball basically more than anybody.
0: Now the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs ran the ball really well last night. Uh, Damian Williams was good.
1: Playoff Damian.
0: Playoff Damian was really good. I mean, he had over 100 yards rushing. Now a lot of that came on that 38 yard touchdown that didn't matter at the end. Uh, But he was really good catching the football too. He had four catches for 29 yards, scored a touchdown in the air. Damian Williams, like somebody said that Tyreek Hill should have been the MVP. No, Patrick Mahomes should have been the MVP because he scored all the touchdowns outside of that last one for the Chiefs. He won the game for the Chiefs. But I think second is Damian Williams. Because how many times does Mahomes just whip it out to Damian Williams near the sideline for what looks like it's going to be like a five-yard gain, but Damian Williams makes like three guys miss and he picks up twelve. That's what Damian Williams did to the Titans in the AFC Championship game, and it's what he did last night. Damian Williams is so under-discussed, and he played a phenomenal game last night.
1: Bobby brings up this, and then we'll get to a, a halftime topic that I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. But Bobby says, Call me a snowflake, but I felt dis- distasteful to show Tyreek Hill celebrating with his son after the game. I don't, I don't, wouldn't classify that as distasteful, Bobby, but I did have the same feeling and sentiment because— the information that we have known. Well, There's just a the gigantic
0: season. elephant in the stadium, right? In so
1: <laughs> everybody's I, living room. I, I do. I I kind of agree with that. So here's this. This is what I want to do. Grade the Super Bowl halftime show A oh. through F. Let's grade this. Well, what did you think? And look, Shakira and J Lo. We're going to talk about what happened. We'll also talk about. Uh, the great memes that we saw on the internet. But let's grade the Super Bowl halftime show because I've got some opinions on this. I'm sure Austin does. I'm sure you guys do. But that's what we want to do. Grade the Super Bowl halftime show, A through F, and we will read off your grades to see what you thought about it. But first, I'm going to tell you about TennesseeTickets.com. Promo code AZ10 at checkout. Go to Ticketmaster and go to StubHub. Then realize how much they charge you in random fees at the end. Tennessee Tickets does not do that. Go back to Tennessee Tickets and say, wow, the money that you're saving is uncanny, plus $10 off at checkout with promo code AZ10. Preds tickets, concerts tickets, they've got you covered at TennesseeTickets.com.
0: A to Z Sports here live on a Monday, recapping the Super Bowl with the Chiefs uh, beating the Niners 31-20. to And a lot of people uh, have opinions about the Super Bowl halftime show, so Zach has asked you guys to grade this Super Bowl halftime show with Shakira and J Lo. Uh, Josh says D. Tyler says C because the male singers looked like some fools. They did look. Lane says C minus. Couldn't understand three quarters uh, of it. Well, probably because it was mostly a lot of it was in Spanish. <laughs> because it was in Miami. That's what I don't understand why people are mad about this. Because I saw a lot of people who are an older of age. Who are probably very conservative, not like rep, not like political, but just conservative people who are like that was an embarrassing halftime show. Well, it's in Miami. What do you expect it to be? It's in Miami, so they have a lot of the, the Latino culture involved in it. I thought that's exactly what you were, you should expect with Shakira you should realize and J Lo. Like yes, like when did they announce that? Like it's been months but you've known the Super Bowl was in Miami for over a year, and you've known for months that Shakira and J Lo were going to do the Super Bowl halftime show in Miami. Like, prepare yourself. For what you should expect. There should be no surprises. Like, of course Pitbull's gonna show up. Like, there shouldn't be well, any no, he didn't. He didn't, that's true. But I mean, everybody thought that. Well, but why would you bring that up, like, man? Yeah, like that was that Pitbull didn't and show up. He was there for free. But seriously, like, why are you all like upset and about how there was like no clothing? Like it's Miami. Like, of course there's a pole. It's, it's Miami. It's hot. It's live. <laughs> It's Club Live on Super Bowl Live Field, like that's what it is. Like, why are you so upset? I didn't, I didn't understand that. So I didn't um, get it.
1: Yeah, you know, Dwayne says A plus. Andrea says B, B minus from Orlando. Eric says B minus. Sean says A. David says B minus. David says Shiger gets an A plus. I was hoping for Pitbull to make an appearance, but then I realized I don't think that they have any songs. See, I get J Lo and Pitbull have collaborated at some point, but yeah, I've had to. Have. But well, they had a Cardi here's, B here's, song and she didn't show. Here's up. Here's the most impressive: is forty-three years old. J Lo is fifty years old. <laughs> yeah. What what happened last night is unbelievable. And you know why I give this a solid A, like A plus, because uh, there's room for improvement. There probably can be. Because at some point, I didn't know a Shakira song. I can't give it an A-plus if I don't know Well, it it's song.
0: just, inter- yeah, of course. Right. But, that,
1: that, but that, what it did, and I will 100% admit to you this, at one point during that halftime show, I completely forgot there was a football game. <laughs> I, I did. I was like, I... And then it kind of ended, it. I was like, oh, wow, there's a second half still to come. It, and that, if it accomplished that goal, that gets an A in my book. And... So I, I thought, and it gave us great internet memes. Like, it was great. because uh, well, De- it's, it's a solid A performance.
0: Deborah with all due respect, because like, I said, like, it's Miami. Like, that's what you should expect. It's Miami. Deborah says, it's not just shown in Miami. But it's about Miami. Like, there's a reason why they, they wanted Shakira and J-Lo to do the Super Bowl in Miami. That's that's kind of showing what the Latino well, culture, yeah. culture they, is. You,
1: you have something going on in Nashville. You know who's gonna be be singing? You know Tyler and Brian. Of course, that F- that F- L- and it would be awful. <laughs> like,
0: uh, well, it would be awful. They'd be bringing the house. There'd down. be way they'd too be, much twang. They'd be making it shine. No, but you like know? it's it's not. Like, it shouldn't be breaking news that the Super Bowl halftime show was a little risque in Miami with Shakira and it's J-Lo. It's just culture. That, that happened in the summer. It's like, okay, they're going to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay, you can kind of imagine what that's going to be. It's 2020.
1: Like, what's and, so? and, and like Sex, you, drug, and rock and you roll. You mentioned
0: like, JLo's los 50 and Shakira's 43. It's not like these are up-and-coming artists. Like, they've been around for a couple decades. Like, you also, you know these people. And you know they're... You know them as artists. I mean, yeah, that's a fair point. Like, like it's let's like say if it, let, let's say if
1: it was Ariana Grande, a twenty-four year old, yeah, very attractive right. younger Maybe girl, you have no idea. She's what sliding up
0: and down on a pole, and then like they, they're throwing money at her. Okay, now maybe you didn't know wh- who that was, but no, they've been around for decades. Like, come on, why are you surprised? It doesn't make any sense to <laughs> me. Well, she, God bless both of those women, and you know, and so- I, and and I and I am in on like on Spanish rap. I am in
1: on all of that. Even not knowing a single
0: word. It doesn't I
1: matter because I am not as much. I will like, say the two rappers that made an appearance and maybe it's a culture thing. They looked like fools. Well, like wherever they're they dressing in like a silver do rag and an oversized silver coat. I don't even know who that guy was. He just
0: ran. I don't know his name. Up. Well, he's, he's does a lot of the rap parts no, in like Cardi B songs right. and right. other. Yeah. Like, and yeah. That's, that's and, fine. but Nobody knows his name, but and nobody he, knows. Other, like, nobody it. knows what he's saying, but that's the other okay. Guy's name. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either of their names. I like both of those songs. I like Cardi B. I like Latino and Spanish rap. I'm in on that stuff. It's very entertaining to me. But they looked I, ridiculous. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I know. I,
1: I, I, I mean, I just that needed to be pointed out is that the the random, you know, Spanish guys that made appearances in. And
0: the rap. John says, "My man was dressed like a tin man." I mean, he was.
1: And I was like, "Who is this dude?"
0: And Bobby says, <laughs> I, "He goes, I don't understand a word of American." I now. will say
1: he did have a <laughs> he did have a pretty good move, and I'll, I'll give him a compliment. I just tore him down, but I'll give him a compliment when he pushed the camera back to Shakira. That was cool. Yeah cuz I was like I don't I'm tired of watching you bro. I'm going back no, I I'm going back like, to Shakira. like the
0: the the level of
1: production
0: on how you can it, do that right? like cuz that was obviously But also the meaning of it, right? Like all right, I'm done with you. Let's go back to Shakira. Jay Balvin Boom. and Bad Bunny apparently. Uh but um yeah, so I guess there's very big Miami game obviously. Uh, <laughs> Buck's in the comment section saying that we sound like his damn parents because now we don't know who they're talking about. But seriously, I, I thought it was entertaining. I give it a
1: okay. It was. Well, uh, let's let uh, this is great. This is actually perfect timing, Buck. I'm glad you joined the show. I really am because I'm gonna throw some shade at Buck <laughs> right right now, and I'll save my other shade for Buck. Let's wait. This is on topic, right? So last night I tweeted out. I'm if you know anything about me. I'm a big Pitbull guy, big Mr. 305, Mr. big Mr. Worldwide. I wanted, and I tweeted out, that I wanted to see Mr. 305 make an appearance, more more so than Bad Bunny. Well, Buck comes in, with, with, with coming in all high and mighty, saying, well, that would be an awful, We, you don't need Pitbull, and then he's like, why are you talking about him as Mr. Worldwide, like you know the guy? First of all, Buck is a complete hypocrite <laughs> because he's never been to a Pitbull concert. I myself have been to a Pitbull concert, and don't knock it till you try it uh, Try it there, bud. So, like, you can't hit, sit here and make fun of, like, Bad Bunny and all that stuff. Pitbull is an international superstar, okay? He needed to make an appearance because he brings the house down, and he's recognizable. If you put Pitbull up against Bad Bunny and you did votes, Pitbull would win every single damn time. So shame on you. Plus, you call him Mr. Worldwide because that is his name. Did he give it to himself? He, yes. It, yes, he is Mr. Worldwide. He's Mr. 305. He runs this town. He runs this world. To that degree, so shade on a Monday to buck rising. I got I got some more shade on Wednesday for you, Buck. Wherever you may be (laughs) in this world, I don't know where you. I think I think I
0: know uh, that. But wherever you are, there's some shade. Pitbull, don't be hating. Jeff and uh, several others brought up also that J Lo's daughter, very talented. Also, J Lo's daughter who can sing was also insanely comfortable just sitting there at the halftime of the Super Bowl and doing a solo, which I thought was pretty incredible as well. So very well done on your shade to buck there, Zach.
1: That's all I had to say.
0: <laughs> all right, A to Z Sports here live on a Monday talking Super Bowl. Uh, so let's get to this because you like some of the commercials. So let's let's move to our end of show topic and ask you guys, what was the best non-football part of the Super Bowl? The best non-football part of the Super Bowl here on A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com, where you guys can save money on any sporting event, any concert ticket, not just in Tennessee, not just in Nashville, but anywhere, uh, because they have zero fees at TennesseeTickets.com. Also, promo code AZ10 saves you an extra $10 off uh, your t- any ticket purchase. TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. So, Zach, in your opinion, what was the best non football? Part of the Super Bowl. I,
1: I honestly, I thought the best commercial was the Snickers commercial. I, it made me laugh out loud. If you if you don't remember, they are feeding the world because the world is hungry. So they've just created this massive hole. And they've, they've basically gotten a crane and then put a Snickers bar in it to see if it works. And then these two people with the selfie stick are sitting there taking a selfie right in front of the, the, the big hole in the world. And then they fall in. And the line is hilarious. The guy's like, it's starting to work to kill, to rid those type of people from this earth.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking
1: about. Snickers. Bravo. Very well
0: Rob done. Rob says the commercials were not great. Overall, the commercials well, were not there's great. Always, I would agree with that. There's, it doesn't matter what commercials happen, what Super Bowl it is. There's always the Monday morning column from Website X that says, uh, the letdown of the Super Bowl commercials was blah blah blah. Whatever. Like that's gonna be there every year. All right. So we're go ahead. Uh, well, Rob brings up what my favorite commercial was, but I feel like it's, I feel like you have to hit a certain demographic. Was the Bill Murray Jeep Groundhog Day commercial? I thought that was awesome. It was great. It was really well done. But also, like people younger than me, like Buck, probably had no idea what that was about because Buck probably has not seen the movie Groundhog Day. Because I know he hasn't seen Caddyshack either. Yeah, so, and so and the whack a mole uh, game so let's with talk Bill Murray—that was it was really well done. What would you rather be
1: educated on a a really outstanding movie like Groundhog Day film or somebody named Bad Bunny? <laughs> pick and choose, just pick and choose,
0: right? Bill Murray greater than Bad Bunny.
1: Yes. How, how many greater signs can you put there?
0: Eight. Uh, I do want to bring up,
1: and, and, and Jean brings up something, and, and we have to talk about this from our point of view, but also, I think, from Jean's point of view, because she says she graded the halftime show as an F because it's hard to watch a halftime show like that with your kids. Not appropriate for kids watching NFL football. That needs to be top of mind what do you think about that I, again i don't have children gene so i do i understand what you're saying uh in that regard and, and respect what you're saying but i mean are, do kids have to is it one of those kids got to grow up well, sometime or I mean, is it too risky when the Janet
0: jackson thing happened i was 13 years old and it didn't affect my and life and you became a man I, i'm yeah but it's like <laughs> but i also like forgot it. it doesn't it impacted me zero zero impact on my life with that, it, I didn't change. Was it
1: completely it, inappropriate? Would what, you last classify night? the
0: halftime show as being inappropriate? I mean, I, I I guess if you have kids of a certain age, I can I could I could five six again. Seven, I'm not I, trying to tell somebody how to parent their kids. If you parent your kids where that is inappropriate and you don't want them to watch that, fine. That, that, I'm perfectly okay with that. If you're okay with letting your kid watch that halftime show, I'm perfectly okay with that either. It's what it's up to you. So I can, it's fine. If you think it's inappropriate for your kids to watch, then that, that's okay. But me seeing Janet Jackson, uh, uh, at 13 years old, didn't change me one bit. All right. Ramon brings
1: up, Oh, he, he pushes back. I like this Ramon. He says, no one said anything about
0: shirtless Adam Levine singing. All those moms well, were drooling. People did say stuff, but I made fun of the people that were making, but, fun, that but were Ramon them. brings up a good point because when
1: Adam Levine came up, look, Adam Levine, public figure does the voice very successful attractive probably in the eyes of a lot of women in this world him having his shirt off you know you could say that that was slightly inappropriate now I I don't view things like that because I just I I don't really find things appropriate I'm 32 years old I just can deal with things but I don't have a five or four year old kid right so I understand Gene but I also understand Ramon's point of All those housewives are sitting there with their their mouths wide open with Adam Levine sitting there singing to him shirtless. Just saying.
0: Andrew, in all caps, you don't talk bad about Levine. Uh, Damon (laughs) says, no way in heck am I letting my four-and-a-half-year-old watch Shakira and J-Lo. Like, and okay. That's fine, but right. your four-and-a-half-year-old is going to wake up the next day and move forward with whatever he or he's going to do with his Monday, and like he and, won't care.
1: And Kimberly brings up the point that you said earlier is, you know what you're going to get, or you should know what you should—you should expect this. This should not be like, that's what I was oh my gosh, Shakira's shaking her ass? That doesn't make any She's sense. She's been doing it for twenty-five years. She, she never does, does anything like that. <laughs> J Lo doing a, a stripper pole
0: routine? No. She's been doing that for thirty-five years. I mean, come on. That like they, literally, it's like milk and cookies. Like that's how it happens. That's what you should expect. And, and Victor so says, "Let's be honest. You should be prepared. The for NFL's that. not catering to kids. Like, what did I do in half? When I was a kid, and I was at Super Bowl parties in halftime." We played football outside. I don't care if it was snowing, cold, raining, whatever. We, like, did other things. And so... And when does
1: it become, like... And I, we want to talk about this because uh, at, at the beginning, I did notice something that I had noticed in previous years. I saw an Olay commercial and a Secret commercial. Those commercials are targeted towards women. Let's just face that, right? And then they had an all-women <laughs> halftime show. There was some empowerment when JLo's young daughter came out all of them were were a young yes, young girl was really cool right and they were good so it was more <laughs> like you could take it as risque or sex or you could take about it as women empowerment right let's just spin this you talk about spin zone right there this is for this is for all the ladies right this is not about you know sex cells i so you could take it in either form i think that the nfl and the majority of people took it as it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. It didn't have a nip slip or anything like that. It is what it is.
0: All right. A to Z sports here. What was outside? So you said the best non-football thing about the Super Bowl, in your opinion, was that Snickers commercial.
1: Yes. I th- I do have a bad commercial. Okay. A disappointing commercial. Jonah Hill and Martin Scorsese. I would be embarrassed. Embarrassed to be in that commercial. That was very poorly produced, which you've got one of the best directors ever. I not remember in that Martin one. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> and it's all about if Jonah Hill's gonna show up at a party. Like nobody cares. It is that was stupid. That was poorly done. One that I did get a kick out of is the post Malone commercial. The post Malone commercial in his brain where everybody looks like post Malone and they're <laughs> controlling Post Malone. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I thought you know a seltzer or beer. Like yeah, that you could get both. That was pretty good. It was everybody was, was, and then he had the line of,
1: "I'm pretzels." No, 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 that wasn't even the best line. The best line was, "I'm rich. I I should get both." (laughs) Yeah, what does it matter, right? Isn't that the mindset? If you're, that would be be the exact mindset that I would have if I was post Did you?
0: I'm rich. I can do whatever I want. Like, why am I debating this? This is stupid. Did you like the Lil Nas X Sam Elliott Doritos uh, commercial?
1: I thought it was funny when Billy Ray Cyrus at the end saying I'm not dancing because he's just this old decrepit, like washed up guy. that's just sitting there. Well, I thought I, I
0: thought it was really well done. I thought it was great. It was, I thought that was really good. And Little Nas X is very, like, recognizable. And he's likable. He and he's is, very, And then the horse dances and then the other horse is like, nah, I'm out. And it actually
1: goes to your point you had a couple of weeks ago saying the Old Town Rose song is not really that old. Like, you know how, like, it wears... I, I wasn't off put by like, oh, oh I gosh, mean, I the song it. again. No, I, I, was like, I, I
0: think it's because it kind of disappeared a little bit. And now it's, it came back and it was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. And then you think of like the summer of 2019 was a summer of two things. It was White Claws and Lil Nas X. So that if you if, if it, like 20 years in the future, you're like, what was the summer of 2019? White Claws and Old Town Road. That was that was it. Yeah, that was summer in, in
1: culture, you're absolutely right. Rob brings up the Cheetos popcorn commercial. I, I thought that was pretty funny because everybody knows about Cheeto fingers. I,
0: I, do I
1: anti, I'm anti-Cheeto fingers. Dorito fingers? I
0: only, yeah, I only use like two fingers the entire oh, time. yeah. I'm saying I use as, many, as little you, fingers as possible. You're to a madman.
1: A- you're a psychopath. If you're going both hands, yeah, that's if you're alternating hands and eating Cheetos, that is crazy. That makes zero sense to me. And as you grow older, you no longer put your fingers in your mouth, right? So I'm not going to lick my fingers clean because they have Cheeto remnants on them. That doesn't. That's. That doesn't I, taste good. I, I well.
0: also don't eat Cheetos. Uh,
1: I've I mean, I don't, when's the last time you had Cheetos? I actually recently had Cheetos. You know why? Because we bought Cheetos. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: because we did a, uh, yeah, I, we did that pop-up show where you bought like 48 bags of chips. So last week. <laughs> so you had like 12 bags of Cheetos you had to
1: eat. And it wasn't bad. And they're, they're fun. They're fun packs. So it's not like a big, I'm never going to buy a big Cheetos thing.
0: Right. Because you eat the whole bag because the, it's open. The Cheetos popcorn is pretty
1: intriguing. It's not something that I would buy, but it's something like if it was at a party, I'd be like, ooh, can I try some of that? And then decide. Because I'm a popcorn guy. I like popcorn, but yeah, I like, like, good. low-cal popcorn. I don't know why. It just because you're watching that figure. I, well, I mean, I'm just... That's, <laughs> you're not going to dump butter on it? No, Because you're an adult, that's why. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. That's why I don't
1: embrace <laughs> Cheeto hands. Yes. I'm an adult. I feel so good to be an adult. A, an adult that likes to party with Mr. Worldwide, but an adult at
0: that. Yes. Uh, Robert says Cheetos popcorn is amazing and addictive. Okay,
1: so a good endorsement, ring endorsement from Robert.
0: All right, guys, uh, have a great rest of your Monday. That's our uh, Super Bowl reaction show. Uh, The Chiefs uh, really pull away. There's no uh, Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, seriously. Run the ball, and you probably have a better chance of winning that game.
1: And you had this in in our our show prep. Jimmy Garoppolo in the fourth quarter, three for 11, 36 yards and interception. That's not going to win you the Super Bowl. It
0: was crazy because through the first three quarters, Jimmy Garoppolo was 17 of 20. So efficient. And then just crap. Because he finished 20 of 31. So, it was not very good in the, in the fourth quarter. And that he did not rise to the occasion. I like Kyle Shanahan. Should have run the ball a couple other times to continue the clock to run off. Uh, and then Garoppolo couldn't get it done at the very end uh, either. Jimmy
1: G will be alright. He'll be, he'll be just fine.
0: Or he could be like Dan Marino. Now, he'd actually, Jimmy actually has two Super Bowl rigs as a backup. So...
1: Ah, see? So he will he will not be like Dan. <clears throat>
0: yeah, so that's, that's Rob asked, any of my prop bets hit? Good I went question. one for three. Great question. The Raheem Mostert anytime touchdown hit that one. Um, then uh, I missed on the Mahomes three total touchdowns and Tyreek Hill one touchdown. I was one Tyreek Hill touchdown away. Then I missed on the Mahomes 325 passing yards and two passing touchdowns. I was about 30 yards away from that. Had the two touchdowns. I did, however, hit the alternative line where I said Chiefs minus three and a half.
1: Yeah, because we talked about it. We both took the Chiefs to win that game.
0: And the most painful part of it all is after the Chiefs scored to make it 24 to 20, your boy had the squares. Ooh. Then Damien Williams down the left side, 38 yards for no damn reason, lost me 125 dollars. Playoff Damien. Playoff Damien will take it away.
1: Yeah, that's that's real. 125 bucks. Because I thought about if he was gonna do the Todd Gurley move. <clears throat> he should have. I thought if about he that did, when he was I would have been
0: uh, a lot happier this morning.
1: Yeah. So he didn't do that, and the Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. We're gonna have a big week ahead. Don't forget about prime time tonight. Buck Rising, talk about millennial things. Still, I don't know. I don't know if he's maybe you place a Bad Bunny on the show. Big Bad Bunny guy. But prime time tonight, at eight o'clock. Buck, wherever you are, we hope you have a great show tonight. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on social media: Instagram, Twitter, and also Facebook. We will be back bright and early at eight a.m. tomorrow morning. All right, see you guys later. Adios.